how do you price an ad on your channel? That's probably the most common question we get from other creators. And it was the biggest question we had when we first started on YouTube. So we're hosting a live workshop on how to price yourself. This is everything that we've learned in the past 13 years of being on YouTube and our simple three-step process that'll help you develop concrete pricing. So if you wanna join us for this live session, just go to colinandsamir.com slash live. Enter your email and you'll get all the information about our live event on May 9th. All right, hope you enjoy this episode of The Colin and Samir Show. All right, on this episode of The Colin and Samir Podcast, Colin has flown into LA right before we started to have lockdowns here in California. So we recorded and gave our thoughts on what's going on uh, in the world right now, what's happening specifically in, in our lives, as well as have a guest interview from our friend Jack Coyne in the middle of the episode. Of course, these are very crazy times for all of us, and we're going to do our best to upload more podcasts, give you our perspective, and offer the opportunity for you guys to join in on the conversation. You can download the Anchor app and ask us a question directly through that app using the voice message feature. You can also tweet at us or send us an email and we'll try our best to um, respond to your questions, thoughts. So yeah, enjoy this episode and make sure to reach out to us through Twitter, email, voice message, and let us know what's going on with you. Well, welcome back to LA, Colin. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here. Feels like uh, it's been years since I was here last. I mean, a lot has changed. I mean, the world is a completely different place. Since the last time we podcasted, yes. Uh, I now live here permanently, which I didn't before, so Mm -hmm. that happened fast. Mm -hmm. Happened in about a matter of 24 hours. Yeah, it did. Actually, it happened on Monday, right? Uh, Yeah, Monday we got on the phone and we were like, you know what, this might be a lockdown and we got a lot of work to do, so you might as well lock down here. So that we can just do all of our work. Yeah. And we weren't sure if they were going to stop flights or if they were going to close any types of borders. So, right. you know, really within 24 hours, bought a flight, bought, got an Airbnb rented, and there I was. Mm-hmm. So, of course, this is one of the most unique times in all of our lives right now. Um, we're Our plan is to try and bring you guys more podcasts um, and be recording more and be talking about what's going on. Um, a great way to interact with the podcast is to use the Anchor app and send us a voice message. We've gotten a couple. I'm going to play one on this podcast. We're going to answer one of the questions. But it's a great way to just, you know, for us to, to hear what you guys are thinking about. I think the most important thing, I, I put like a sticker on Instagram where people could fill out what was going on, just asking people like what was happening with them. And a lot of the feedback that came in was just like, I feel really isolated and I don't know what to do. And I think that's a really interesting thing that's happening across not only America, but the world right now, where a lot of people are just kind of not knowing what to do. They're not like you went from last week going out to coffee shops, restaurants, seeing friends to all of a sudden, boom, you're home. Yeah. Life totally changed as we know it. Right. And also you don't even know, you know, it's not only about not knowing what to do with your day. It's not knowing what to believe. Right. There's no answers. Right. Really. And you can't give yourself the reassurance that life will go back to normal after three weeks, after six weeks. It's just unknown. It's completely unknown. I mean, life as we knew it now is just different for this foreseeable future. It's completely different. And it had to change on a dime. Like it just was like, boom, now it's different. And everything you're watching feels like a movie. Yeah. It's a, uh, 
it's a fascinating time. It, it does feel a little bit like living in a history book to me. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like this moment in time that people will study that we are living through, you know, that like in a long time, our kids, our kids won't, will barely be able to believe that any of this happened. You would hope, right? Yeah, hopefully. You would hopefully. hope. Or at that point, we're all quarantined and we go to work by putting on a VR headset and it's like the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, again, Also possible. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, also who possible. Who knows, yeah. I guess anything's possible right now. But, um, you know, I think f- for us, one thing to talk about is, you know, the, a lot of the, the, the messaging, a lot of the conversation that's been going around on social media, especially in the creative world or maybe some other... Um, industries where you can use the internet to do your work, so you're still working, um, is the whole conversation around working from home and developing this new situation where you're not really leaving your home. You're doing your work there, you're cooking there, you're working out there, maybe working out there, you're hanging out there. Like it's just, you have one space that's now yours. And if you're in an area that's not yet fully, like you can't leave your house, then you can go on walks and go outside. So, you know, I think we're all now developing this new routine. Um, we're all developing this new way of life that's completely different. I mean, I was so used to going to the gym every morning. That was like a very thing, a very uh, sacred part of my morning ritual. And all of that has changed. You know, it's, it's interesting for me. My routine was so shaken up as it was because I was right traveling a lot, living between... Uh, different places that were new to me. So this is actually feels like I'm establishing a better routine. It feels more mm-hmm. efficient, healthier in a weird way than kind of what I was doing. And yeah. I'm cooking all the time and ensuring that I'm eating better food. Granted, this has only been two to three days, but you know, making yeah. better food. And, and, uh, I did a meditation this morning, which I haven't done in maybe six months. Right. Yeah, it's a good time to develop new habits. Got a question for you about meditations and using Headspace. Sure. So I did a meditation this morning, and I was lying completely down on my back in my Mm. bed. They tell you to sit up. Yeah. Does it count? Did I meditate this morning? Sure. Yeah, I think if, like, so I've done two different types of meditation. When I do the morning one, I'm always sitting up. uh, Sitting up, and I try and do it in a space that is... um, like I used to at my old place, I would do it in the chair that I was going to work in mm. so that when I closed my eyes and opened my eyes, I essentially was in a space that I was going to be in, but that space now was felt different to me because I had come out of a meditation there. I'll have to try Does that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like if you sit down at your work desk and do the meditation, then open your eyes. For me, I felt a sense of focus and just like, okay, now I'm here. I've arrived in this space where I'm going to now do something. Yeah. I'd never done it like that before. But it was almost like instead of doing the snooze button, I did a meditation and then I knew when it was mm-hmm. over, it was time to really get up and get started. Well, I think the interesting thing about meditation is that it, it requires a lot of focus. A lot of people who say like, it's, I think it's fine to fall asleep in a meditation because it's also a nice thing to relax. But the goal is to actively try and be a passive member to your thoughts. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you actually have to focus hard on not letting your thoughts take you anywhere. Yeah. What do those apps always say? Imagine you're standing on the side of a busy highway. Right. All of the cars are your thoughts. You're standing to the side of the highway watching them go by. Yeah. And it's okay for them to go by. You just don't want to get in any of the cars. Yeah. So that's a pretty active thing to do. 
And that's why I think for me, when I've done those types of meditations, I'm sitting up and trying to like focus on that and being like, let me calm my mind. I also am terrified of flying. So I do it every time I sit on an airplane. Uh, and I try and create the space of the airplane as like a calming space, slow down my heart rate, slow down my thoughts. It's a very active thing. Now that said, I also um, have had routines where I've done a meditation at night that's a 10 minute headspace meditation and never made it to the end of it because I'll just knock out. And like and that dude, Andy Petticombe, his voice just knocks me out and puts me right to bed. So Sounds great. Yeah, both I think are, I mean, it's, I think it's whatever. Like if you're, it, it, you could do both. They're like not that long, okay. 10 minutes of your day. So for everyone out there who maybe hasn't meditated yet, there's no rules. Take it from me. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, whatever it is for you. Okay. Like if you want to sleep, if you feel like you need to sleep and it helps you sleep more, sleep. I if remember like loving that focus. about yoga the first time I mm -hmm. did yoga uh, because I came from team sports where it's so competitive. It's so me versus you. And then I remember in my first yoga class, they're like, hey, this is about you. It's not about anybody else. Do what you want. Do you know what yoga means? No. Yoga means union. So it's the union of your body and your mind. So that's essentially like the practice mm. is to try and sync up your body and your mind. Yeah, It's like active meditation. Exactly. Physical meditation. That's exactly what it is. So yeah, I mean, that's been an interesting thing, like the new routines that can be developed, like without commuting, without doing all the other things we do, you now have, you definitely have 10 minutes to do writing, meditating, reading, whatever, like 10 minutes to 60 minutes probably of time where you can invest it in some new things, new habits that you want to create. It feels more important than ever too, to make sure that parts of my day feel different. Yeah. Like going out for a short walk feels like this colossal thing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really look forward to some of these routines or rituals. Um, for me now, instead of going out to a coffee shop, I'm making coffee in the morning and it's, it's a very calming experience for me. I enjoy it a lot. I like the process of making it. I like the process of drinking it. And it's like this Zen experience that you get to look forward to in the morning that, you know, starts your day. I do worry about what this all looks like, though, in three weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, who knows long, you know. I agree. I'm incredibly grateful that we have projects over these next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm um, so grateful for them. Because we have projects over the next couple of weeks, it makes every week different. There's new objectives every day. There's things that are dynamic. I think even increasing the amount that we podcast and create is like offering us the opportunity to just keep our minds moving, have objectives, accomplish things. And uh, yeah, again, I'm just, I'm just grateful that we have projects right now. It's a wild time because people are watching more, they're listening to more. And I'm really curious. I, I want to hear as much as possible from the people who are listening to the show. What would be the most beneficial thing that content creators like us could offer to the audience? Is it, is it a activity that we could all do together? Is it, you know, prompts for writing or creating? Is it like we, um, should we bring back our weekend film fest, which is a film festival that we host on Twitter where we um, give you like a challenge and you make films over the weekend? Like how do we ensure that people who are listening to this, they um, feel engaged, they, they have, you know, maybe things to do things, to hone their craft, think a community to plug into. I think the internet offers us this amazing opportunity right now that while this is happening, you can still connect. 
Mm-hmm. There's all these people doing Instagram live yoga workshops or like yoga classes, right? Totally. Breathwork classes. It's interesting. I remember when Facebook first came about and I started to ad- adopt it and really connect with a lot of my friends, I remember th- looking at you know, my grandparents and thinking, man, like how unfortunate that they, they can't connect with their friends in the way you know, I'm always going to be, if I want to, going to be able to connect with some of my high school friends uh, or lifelong friends through social media, even if I'm 85 years old, even if I'm quarantined in my house. It's this amazing gift of connection that mm-hmm. like, we get to use now more than ever. I mean, even now using Zoom or Google Hangout to, like for me, that's how I'm quote unquote getting together with my parents, right? Like we talked about having dinner with us having a computer set up on Google Hangout and, and talking to them. And as much as it's so strange that that's the new reality, it's very... I'm very grateful that if this was to happen, it happened now in this world where you can still connect, you can still talk, you can, I can talk to my friends every day, I can see their faces every day, I can have meetings, like it's, it's very nice to have meetings where you see other people's faces, you laugh, you can, you can watch content, you can listen to stuff like this where you're recognizing that everyone's going through something different, everything's going through something unique. You can send us a question. You can we can you know respond to you. There's other people who are listening to this. You're part of a community um, without even leaving your house. And I think that is uh, one of the strange benefits of this happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's it's tough and weird to find the the brighter side of what's happening right now. Yeah, actually, this is probably a good time to play a little excerpt from our conversation with Jack Coyne because he had some really good points um and perspective it's gonna it's gonna go into a youtube video of ours but we'll give you guys a preview of it right now um we had talked to our filmmaker friend um jack coin he's also a youtube creator um so here's here's part of that conversation so here's the thing guys like us we've been uh we've been working from home for for years now i mean yeah. what do you think like the what do you think there's some tips are for people who are new to this lifestyle okay tips for people who are new to the lifestyle um I, my favorite thing, you guys do this too, but like have like a, have like a, a notebook, like with like a daily plan sort of where you start your day with like writing down, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here are my intentions. Here's what I'm trying to accomplish today. Cause like having a list of things that you want to accomplish is the biggest, I think like uh way to, to set yourself up for success for the day, because it's so easy to sort of like let that fall by the wayside when you are, um, when, when you don't have people looking over your shoulder and it's kind of, you feel like you have all day, you feel like you have extra time because you're not commuting uh, and you're not going out, you're not walking anywhere. So all that time that you have like moving spaces, is like extra time in your day. So it feels like, Oh, I have plenty of time to accomplish everything. And then like, before you know it, like it's like nighttime and you're like, all right, I want to watch like something on TV now. And you didn't accomplish anything that day. So I think having a list like next to you that you're checking off as your day goes on is really helpful. Even if it's like, and it has to be more specific than like edit the video. It has to be like, get this part of it done, get this part of it done, get this part of it done. Like I'll do like, make sure I do like two sound passes, make sure I add, finish this scene of the video, make sure, I, you know what I mean? So that way it's like, like every time I check something off, I feel like a sense of accomplishment. And I, you know, it's not like these big chunks of stuff that I'm trying to do. It's, 
it's it's accomplishable tasks. So at the, end, at the end of the day, I can look back and say, okay, at least I did these things. Now I can watch HBO Go. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. I think yeah. for some reason I've abandoned that right now. Yeah, because um, you're, you're, you're scared. Like, and you're not scared, but like yeah. everything's so weird. Yeah. Everything's weird. And like, yeah, I think it's really easy also if you don't have a list to get consumed with uh, like refreshing Twitter and like doing other sh- stuff like constantly that's there's so many distractions right now whether it's like you said funny memes or just the news yeah. it feels like twitter is the best show on tv right now like when people say like like game of thrones is captivating the world like right now it's just twitter the thing about twitter right now that's kind of like bugging me out is twitter is a hot take machine and everyone has hot takes about, you know, uh, working from home or this problem or, or their rent or, you know, th- we're not thinking about these people or this millionaire hasn't donated any money yet or this rich person or Amazon isn't like fixing the homeless crisis in San Francisco yet. And it's like, okay, guys, like, yeah, like you can keep like throwing out hot takes, but really right now, like we're dealing with a matter of life and death. Like we're taking things every single day at a time. And on the horizon is millions of Americans will die. So like the number one priority is not like you losing your job at a restaurant. Unfortunately, the number one priority is like, let's make sure that millions of people don't die. Right. You know, and then like lower down the list is like covering, helping people like pay for their rent, helping people get unemployment. Like that's a huge problem, right? The economic stuff is a huge problem, but really like at the forefront is like life or death. And because the immediate fallout from this has been people losing their jobs and people like all of a sudden their routine is thrown off. It hasn't been like, Oh, my cousin died. My grandma died. Like not a lot of people have experienced that yet. And so there's this weird wave of like, of like potential, like serious, like death and trauma, which is so like surreal and unheard of. Most of the time, like that comes first and then the fallout comes after, but now it's like, this is on the horizon. Like all the problems that hospitals are going to face that's on the horizon. But people on Twitter are prioritizing these like sort of relative to life and death insignificant problems. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes like incredibly frustrating to me. I understand it. Like I understand the desire to like get that feeling out there, but it's also like try and put things in perspective. I know it's hard because it's so weird, but but put things in perspective and think in three months from now, there could be millions of Americans dead. There could be millions of people around the world dead. There could be more people dead than we had in World War II. So when you think about it that way, it's like, wait a minute, screw everything else. Like, let's solve this problem first. Let's give like the billionaires a second to like figure out a plan before you start saying, where are my handouts? Where's like the money coming from? Let's criticize everybody for not having a solution. Like there are no solutions. It's like, let's take things one day at a time and figure out how to make sure people are healthy first. And then like, let's go from there, everything else. And so that was like a crazy rant. But that's that's what I that's what that's what frustrates me. Like when I go on Twitter, there's a million hot takes, and really, there's only one important take right now, and that's like let's save lives. I mean, that guy's just—he's just—it was so profound, so profound, and just so good to see his face. Yeah, it was awesome. I would recommend um, scheduling times and actually putting them in your calendar where you get together with friends. That's, that's one. I think this is the point now of the podcast where we'll go into our, you know, advice around working from home, our key learnings from the last week of this situation, from us, how we've been dealing with it. 
but my number one, like one of my first points outside of what Jack said about, um, you know, writing a to-do list um, and creating a schedule even, my number one point would be schedule time to quote unquote hang out with friends. Like say on Friday night, why don't we do a, you know, happy hour? Why don't we have coffee Saturday morning together? And pop open Google Hangout and have a cup of coffee and have a conversation with a friend. Yeah, I've thought about doing something with my nieces and nephews who all are, you know, under the age of six and love to draw of coming up with one day a week or one time throughout the week where I Google Hangout with them and we draw together. We come up with things to simultaneously draw, you know, because they're always we always do that when we're together. And they always say, like, draw a unicorn or draw a cow or something. Mm. And then I draw it and show it to them. But I feel like that's actually something that we could do together. That's a great thing to do. Yeah, that's, a, that's an awesome thing to do. Um, I think also a, a, a big note um, is waking up in the morning, getting ready for the day is huge. Like whether it's working out in the morning, going on a run if you can right now, showering, shaving, like really preparing yourself for the day and then starting on your day on your, your list of things to do. And then, um, you know, along with that, if you have the space, even if it's like this table is where I work or this seat is where I work, not working from like your bed or your couch and creating different spaces in your house for different things. So that, okay, this is where I'm going to relax. This is where I'm going to have dinner. This is where I work out. This is where I sit to do work. Um, even if they're small corners of your space, just segmenting them so that it doesn't feel, so everything feels a little bit different and different parts of your day feel like they're actively different. Yeah, that's good advice. I, I mean, I, I've lived in a lot of like studios. Right. And that's always been the battle and the hurdle is I'll find myself editing in my bed and sleeping in my bed. I'm eating a meal in my bed. And that's like never a good way to live. You definitely want to, from my personal experience, even if you're living in a one-room apartment, create different rooms out of it. Right. Or maybe even, I feel like you are you had a place in Santa Monica where it was like, there was a table that flipped up and there was like different things that happened that transformed the space. Mm-hmm. Or there was like, a, you know, we we're in your place uh, the, the yesterday and there's like a divider in the room yeah. to like make it feel like it's separate. You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's different things that you can do to... Um, section out your space and make it feel like you're going to work and you're going to relax now and you're, you know, different things that you can do. I think that's really, really beneficial. Uh, I I also think that there's projects that you might've had lingering in the back of your head or books that you wanted to read or just like things that were, were somewhere in the back of your head that now you actually can take action on. It seems like people have a lot of time now. They're, you know, I'm sure, sure some people are still very busy with what they're doing, and maybe this is more of an inconvenience. Maybe you're watching your kids at home and you weren't used to that. Um, but we have been having a lot of conversations with people who have said that, uh, and mainly it is people without kids, but who have said that they have more time now because they're not commuting, they don't mm-hmm. have plans with friends. So, yeah, you really can, like, read a book or, or like for me, a big thing. And you'll see this in our upcoming YouTube video. I really like show all my cards with my drawers. Mm. I have so many clothes and it's a mess, right? So I could organize my clothing and drawers. And easily. Look, we can get off our high horse. If you don't want to read a book or organize your drawers, pick a reality TV show and watch the whole thing. 
Sure, nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, we'll get into a what to watch list, but we'll start with Love is Blind. I watched that yep. after I think we talked about it. Did we talk about it on the podcast last time? Uh, I don't know. I think we did. Love is Blind. Anyway, um, crazy show. I actually thought the end of that show, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the, like the finale I thought was incredibly like messed up. I, th- I think... Uh, Just watch for yourself. Yeah, yeah, watch for yourself. The, the drama's great. The, the storytelling is fantastic. The concept is great. I'm watching a show called Love Island right now. Uh, okay. okay, you don't have to say a show called... Everyone knows Love Island, dude. Like, <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, if you don't want to read a book, you don't want to uh, organize your drawers. Also, these love shows are probably going to run out soon because they have to stop shooting them now. True. So Bachelor, all that stuff is not being shot this year. Good thing there's Good thing tons there's of seasons, seasons that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. I do, I think I want to watch, I guess we're in the watch list now. Um, I think I want to watch the um, Gwyneth Paltrow, the Goop Lab. Yeah, I've heard one. good things about that. It looks kind of interesting, and Wim Hof's in it, and I want to see how they, like what their experience was like after, you know, if you guys don't know, we, we made a film um, with the Yes Theory Boys about Wim Hof. So I kind of want to see what that's all about. And then there's also, there's a lot of YouTube content. I think the thing that I don't, I'm trying actively not to do is the earlier part of this week, I would wake up, check Twitter, check the news app and just go like inundate myself with information. And today I did not at all. I haven't looked at anything. I I have a tough time because I, Twitter has been my main resource Mm. and I feel like it's maybe not the best resource. Yeah. Um, It it tends to kind of freak me out. And, and yeah. you don't know what you're reading. You're you're reading someone's retweet of something right. or or some random person that you don't know and you're taking it as fact, or I am, which is, yeah. t- it's tough. Like, I'm, right. I, I try and take a step back and not believe everything I see, but I find it so interesting in, in the way that I'm getting information now. I'll see someone screenshot a text conversation with yeah. someone and doesn't say who it is, yeah. but it's some warning of, and I'm like, all right, I guess that it just, it's uh, I guess that's what it is. I think but. everybody knows right now that everyone is sitting online for better, for worse, whatever. And, um, just waiting for the next piece of content to engage with. Um, I, what I realized probably midway through this week is just that I'm going to pay attention to the rules, to the guidelines. I'm following everything that, you know, the CDC is telling me, but outside of that, like no one has any answers right now. Yeah, there's no, I don't know what's going on. Like I, I'm just gonna follow the rules that are that are told, and then that's yeah. I find that I'll exhaust myself if I try and think too for hard sure. about the future, and if I try and revisit the past. Yeah, for sure. So it's just taking it day by day right now, and and again the, to the creators who are listening to this podcast, whether you're a freelancer or just a person who has an idea that you want to take action on. Um, the, the, the interesting thing about the increase of time is that there's an opportunity now to create. Um, if you do have that opportunity, there's no better time than now. There's also people who probably have time to look at your work, give you feedback on it. Um, you get your, we're happy if you tweet it or email us some of your work, happy to check it out. Um, we'd love to check it out. And for us, you know, we have the opportunity, uh, to create and, and create more content for, for all of you. Um, and that that's going to come in multiple different forms. So I'm I'm really excited to have more time to do this podcast. Oh man, it's one of my pods. favorite things. And like we've said before, it's kind of like therapy. And I think we need it now more than ever. So yeah, I think uh, you know another good thing is that we did record a podcast prior to this, um, which is really great. So like excited to put that out with a great guest. 
Uh, and I am now going to play a voice message that came in two days ago on Anchor um, from one of our listeners. Here it is. Hi, Colin. Hi, Samir. Uh, I'm from Latvia, and I have a question. I'm kind of in a creative rut right now, kind of a low point in life. How do you actually, like, sit down and work at something that you seemingly used to like but are not able to concentrate on anymore? I know that I like those things that I do, but, like, actually editing or filming a video, I just feel like it's not good and it's really difficult to actually put out the content. Yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you. Bye-bye. So right now, I think it's probably harder than ever to focus. Oh, man. I'm incredibly distracted. I mean, we're just finishing up a piece right now that I think normally would would take us about a week, and it took us about two weeks. Granted, we were in yeah. different parts of the, of the country. Yeah, there was a lot of motion. There was a lot of lo- yeah. yeah, a lot of motion, a lot of logistics we had to take care of. But I just found even in the process, I was very distracted. Um, but, you know, in terms of feeling... Like it's not good enough, which I think uh, that question was touching on. You know, I I try and remind myself that you know getting better is a numbers game. The more you put out, the more you get feedback from your audience, the more you understand yourself better as a creator, as an artist. Uh, so you know, there's no school really for what we're all doing right now. Uh, a lot of what we do is like put work out and then see how we feel, see how the audience feels and learn from there and make changes. So, you know, don't be afraid to press publish because that's totally part of the process of making better work. And then I think finding it hard, another part of the question was about finding it hard to love what you're doing, especially in the editing. Um, that to me feels like it all comes down to purpose and your why. So maybe allowing yourself, first of all, allowing yourself right now to be like, the world's really crazy. If I can't focus, I can't focus, right? Like, that's okay. I can take a second to do other things to allow this new, this shock to my life to settle in and um, develop new routines, like really focus on yourself for a bit. And then maybe spend some time thinking about why you want to create. Like, what is the reason that you want to edit? What is the reason that you want to sit down for hours in front of a computer and cut together video because it's a, it's a, any artist knows that that whole creation process is incredibly painstaking. It's hard. So if there's a story you're trying to tell, if there's a message you want out to the world, if there's a reason that you want to do it, there's a goal that you're working towards. A lot of times that's where, um, it gets a little bit easier, gets a little bit more like you get into a flow. You, you want to be sitting in that chair. Um, you want to be editing. Um, so right now it's like a really good time to reevaluate yourself and, and reflect on why you are doing the things you're doing because things are going to change. And, um, that's what I would say. So, you know, first of all, very cool that you're listening from Latvia. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we almost passed that over. Yeah. Uh, That was really cool. Super cool. Um, and I hope that that answered your question. Uh, if it, if it didn't, or if there's any further conversation you want to have, send us another voice message. We're here. Uh, you can also tweet at us. 
But that was an interesting thing. My, my brother actually said to me on the phone today of like using this time to think about your own personal mission statement and purpose in life, like just reflecting during these, these next four weeks about like what is your own personal vision? Because now I think you start to realize that life can, can happen and like change can happen in an instant. Anything can happen. Change, you know, and there's always this, this thing that you don't know, like you can't control certain things. So are you pursuing the things that you want to be pursuing? And what is that thing? You know, like, what is it? And if it, if it, you know, for, for this question, if it is making videos and making art, find, you know, find that purpose again and find that why, because it's going to be a lot more enjoyable to, to create. Yeah, I find a bigger sense of purpose right now with what's happened in the world. You know, I look back at a lot of our work, a lot of our YouTube videos and our podcasts, and a lot of the times we're encouraging all of you to tell your own story and, and you know, press publish and meet and connect with other people that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise met mm-hmm. or have been connected to, because that's been our experience. It's just been incredible to connect with people, you know, digitally. There are some people that I consider like friends and we've met them maybe once, mm-hmm. you know, in person. And that's, it really makes the world feel smaller uh, when you can create content that connects. So a lot of the times I look at our mission statement, our purpose to be that, to promote, you know, other people telling their own stories, putting mm-hmm. out their own works in an effort to connect with other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now it's like, man, I, I'm so excited every time we're getting to press publish right now on a podcast or a video or an Instagram post or whatever it is, because I know, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty isolated right now. We're very lucky that we're like live right down the street right now mm-hmm. and, and we can be together. And, but I know a lot of people are way more isolated than they're used to more isolated and maybe like fully out of their routine. Yeah. Cause again, for you and I, we're not really out of our routine. It's a little bit different, but we've been working from home. Like we've been doing, this is yeah. my office. Working from home is, this is where I work. The name of the game for yeah, us pretty much, is, you know, this is where I work. Like the, my computer is still at my desk. My, I mean, we, for the past couple months, we've been sitting here in my dining room and working like none of this feels like a shock. Yeah. The shock is that like the world feels quieter and that you can't go out to, to and lunch the and dinner and the uncertainty is a big shock. Um, but for us, a lot of the actual environment is is pretty similar. We're lucky too right now that, you know, for the most part, the content business is a good business to be in right now because people are sitting at home looking for mm-hmm. something to watch, something to right. read. Um, you know, a lot of people definitely are not uh, that lucky right now and are, and are pretty unsure. So we definitely feel for all of you out there yeah. going through that. And appreciate all of you that are still working, especially in essential businesses. You know, anything that you just can't, maybe a product-based business where you're in a warehouse and you have to be shipping stuff out. I mean, that's happening in, in you know, my family's business. They're all, you know, um, yeah. working in, in the warehouse and working on making sure that that ship's still running. And people in grocery stores and people in pharmacies, like they have to just, they're People in the banks, in the banks and all the you know doctors yeah. and nurses and yeah. medical professionals. It's a crazy time. So yeah, I think the 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 thing is it all it all is very different. It all is a, a incredible change. It happened really fast. Um, and if you're feeling a little different, shocked, you know, maybe down, a little confused, in a rut, like that is completely normal. This is a big change. So I would say allow it, but then take some of that. Take some of that into account between creating a to-do list for yourself, creating a schedule, creating goals, developing routine, um, creating environments in your house that are for different things. 
showering and getting ready for in the morning, going outside and going on a walk, like do, do create things to do, invest time in cooking and getting creative with, with your meals, like, um, create the best out of this situation for yourself. You know, yeah, set yourself up for success in this situation because it is our situation now. Yeah, one, one thing that I'm doing that I'll leave you with is I'm in the process of doing this, but I, I made a huge list of all of the things that I do that contribute to a successful day for me, um, whether it's you know spending time with family, uh, cooking a full meal, sweating. I just made a full list of all these different things that make me happy. And like, you know, I can't do all of them in a day. You know, most of the time you don't mm-hmm. get to do all of them. But I made a huge list of about 15 things and I want to write it on a much bigger piece of paper and just stick it on my wall. So when I wake up in the morning, it's one of the first things I see. And a lot of the things you can still accomplish even within the confines of a quarantine in your mm-hmm. own home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really nice. I think that's a good idea. And I even think like putting a big schedule on your wall and just like knocking off things that like it just feels good to accomplish things or do things that you know, you, if it says like this weekend, I really want to, I don't know, FaceTime with this friend, like I want to watch all of Game of Thrones. Nobody wants, who wants to do that? I don't even, I I don't think I'll even get to the point where I start doing that. We'll see. That won't happen for me. We'll see. There's a lot more to watch. All right, man. So, okay. Sleeping on one of the best shows of all time. Moving on. I don't think so. Moving on. I would rewatch all of The Office before I did that three times in a row. Okay. So now best work from home quarantine meme that you've seen. Um, best work from home quarantine meme. Well, there was a specific one that we've been talking about together, which is about editors before quarantine, editors after quarantine. It's the same exact photo. Yeah, it's super funny. I honestly kind of want to tweet it out. I think it's hilarious. Um, now, additionally, I think for me, the, the one that made me laugh pretty hard was it was like this picture of a, of a cartoon and it said, when you realize that you're, Lifestyle is actually called quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's really good. <laughs> Pretty hard. Yeah. Oh man, that was really good. Uh, and also, the, there's one video that just I lost it. It's this guy holding a glass of wine in his bathroom. Have you seen this? No. I'm gonna show it to you right now because it's so incredibly funny. Um, it was going around the other night, and he's cheersing himself <laughs> that's so good <laughs> what check this against out. the mirror yeah against all the mirrors let me uh so there's like there's like all these different reflections and he's uh it's really funny <laughs> it's so dark but it's like well, it's funny to see I mean, people is, get creative in this world this is the ultimate constraint and yeah, a lot of creativity is, comes from constraint yeah this is the ultimate constraint so all right the last thing, um, you know, we are going to be making more content now um, and we'd love to hear from you guys what you think would be some of the most beneficial. Is it Q and A's? Is it um, competitions that you can take part in? Is it activities that we could do together? Um, we're going to be working and brainstorming this weekend on on what we can bring you guys to um, keep the conversation going, keep the community building, um, offer an opportunity for for you guys to connect, to be heard, to listen. Um, just you know, creating through this this strange time and, and offering a little sense of normalcy and connection. Um, so let us know. You can, you can email us, you can tweet at us. Um, you can post on Instagram whenever you want. You can tag us anywhere at Colin and Samir. We still have YouTube videos that are coming out shortly and, um, actually hopefully have more that'll come out over the next couple of weeks. So subscribe to us on YouTube as well and leave us a voice message on anchor. If you want to be a part of the show. 
All right, that's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. Look out for our upcoming YouTube videos. Um, We have more videos planned right now on YouTube, and we're going to try again, like I mentioned, to upload more podcasts like this. We're also going to make an effort to include more people in the podcast to get a wider range of perspectives and voices on the show. We have a lot of virtual interviews lined up where we can actually um, use Google Hangouts to interview people for the show. So we're we're excited to continue bringing you this podcast and uh, would love to hear from you guys in any of the forms that we mentioned, whether it's Anchor Voice Message, Twitter, um, or email. Just reach out to us. Let us know what's going on. We'll try and uh, keep the podcast going and keep you guys involved in the show. All right, stay healthy.